TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? everybody welcome to episode 108 of the topless robot podcast my name is ryan i'm tyler <laughs> i feel a measurable disappointment <laughs> and i'm i know my place <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> i will wait until everyone has spoken <laughs> hey where you belong kaylin i'm kaylin <laughs> sexy beast that's st- sitting in a at repose like a la jeff goldblum yeah did you guys see he he recreated that that yeah. pose uh on the set of the latest uh, uh jurassic park movie or jurassic world that. movie or whatever the fuck they're called he doesn't he has not aged other than his hair and yeah. even that just become more just grayish but it's like that old kind of good looking kind of age it's not fair i feel like he has uh gotten more eccentric with age or at least we are now more aware of his ex- uh, eccentricities i have a feeling well yeah he's not asked to be anything but eccentric like now when he is cast and everything it's like just just go bloom it <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean he self-produced and directed that that uh, that that uh, documentary series. It's on De- Disney oh, did Plus. He? That he host. Yeah, it's all his stuff. Like it's he wrote it. He like, it was his. I it's his baby. I didn't realize and, that. I thought yeah. someone was like, I'm going to cash in on this Goldblum craze. No, if you look at it, it's like directed by Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> written by Jeff Goldblum, hosted by Jeff Goldblum. It's all him. <laughs> I think it's, I think this is the most just the most uh, exposure he's gotten in terms of like he, he can just do whatever the fuck he wants now. Yeah. <laughs> now we see the real Jeff Goldblum. And he's a pretty competent uh, jazz pianist, isn't he? Yeah, he said pianist. Not as good as H. John Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, where's Jeff Goldblum's album? Uh, I'm pretty sure he has one. I think he does, does anyway. He? I'm pretty sure he's okay. got to, right? I wouldn't be surprised. Man, I've told you, like, a lot of comedy music doesn't do anything for me, but I don't know what it was about that H. John Benjamin freeform jazz piano album that every time I listen to it, it kills me. <laughs> Even on repeated listens? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what song it is, but there's a specific song where he starts doing like call and answer with his session musicians and he just like bangs on the keys and looks and goes, come on, and shouts at him. Just like <laughs> played like the saxophone back at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jeff Goldblum uh, and uh, the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra. Um, the debut album was in 2018. The first uh, first song <laughs> is Cantaloupe Island. The second one is Don't Mess with Mr. T. <laughs> Sounds like a Jeff Goldblum album. I was going to say, is <laughs> are you giving us titles from the Jeff Goldblum album or from the uh, H. John Benjamin album? 
<laughs> no, this is the Jeff Goldblum album. <laughs> this bitter earth, come on to my house, caravan. Yeah, okay. I, I need to. I need to listen to this. I'll, I'll write a review for Topless Robot. <laughs> I uh, uh, would play some, but uh, we would almost assuredly get uh, copyright strick- stricken down. Oh, immediately. Disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, so last night, uh, mm-hmm. myself, Tyler, and Dan played a game called Phasmophobia. Yeah. And uh, God damn it, that was a lot of fun. And I heard Tyler make a noise that I've never heard Tyler make before. And we've been making Tyler play scary games for like three years now. It, it, that noise, I have never heard myself make before. <laughs> so, Phasmophobia. It was great because I was literally outside of the room that he was in, like banging on the window, just <laughs> shouting, Tyler, you're being attacked. Tyler, you're being attacked. Tyler, you're being attacked. And he was just looking at the ground. <laughs> oh, man. He yeah, actually covered his eyes so he did not see the entirety of his death. Yeah, he didn't even see his death animation because he just <laughs> he shut his eyes. <laughs> and it's There's definitely that- something that we will be uh, doing gameplay in uh, at some point in the future. Uh, but it, it's basically you play a team of ghost hunters and you start out with like pretty much nothing. You, you earn money by determining what type of ghost is haunting a place. And you can use that money to buy equipment to take out on other missions. And when you take it out with you, if you die, uh, you lose it. And you get like half of the money you spent back in like life insurance payouts. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's really cool. Um, The like it's got uh, uh, voice recognition in it. So like yeah, the ghosts get angry when you say their name. And uh, um so there was one uh point where Tyler had a spirit box, you know, the little radios that cycle through radio stations real quickly, like they have on BuzzFeed Unsolved and and shit like that. And so Tyler was in the kitchen of this farmhouse and had the spirit box on. And uh, he goes, where are you? And it just goes behind. <laughs> really creepily, too. Yeah, it just uses like a, like a British text-to-speech voice. So it's very flat. Yeah, you know? behind. <laughs> it was fucking creepy. And then there's another part. I was in the... I, we found a, a Ouija board in, in, a, uh, in a closet. And you can actually ask it questions. Uh, so I was like, again, I was like, where are you? Whatever the name of the ghost was. And Luigi board started moving and it said like boys bedroom. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, we're it in was, the boys bedroom. And it was <laughs> yeah. It was, Cause normally like, cause you could find the Ouija board anywhere in the house and you could find it in the garage and say like, where are you? And then it would just tell you what room to go to. But the, the Ouija board was in the closet of the room where the ghost yeah. already was. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dan loses his connection while we're on our first run and getting attacked <laughs> by the ghost. And Ryan dies. So I'm left in this fucking house 
by myself going, guys, <laughs> where are you? And I had not played this yet. This is our first round. So I thought that this was a big thing just to fuck with me. Like, cause Dan stayed in the van and he was like kind of directing us where to go. And I thought it was just Dan fucking with me and that he actually becomes the ghost and was going to come and scare the shit out of me. So I'm like running around this house and this or this room and this ghost is like popping up in front of me and I'm hearing things gurgle and like everything's cold and I'm just like, guys! guys! <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I just left the house and texted our little group chat. I was like, I'm leaving. How do I quit? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the best part is, you know, I'm in the vid communicating over the radio with everybody the whole time. But when the ghost starts attacking, even if I hadn't disconnected, the radio doesn't work anymore. So they couldn't talk to me. Uh, so Ryan dies. I disconnect because my internet's trash. <laughs> Tyler just talks over the radio to himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shit out of and me. i'm in oh, vr so like you know when i'm uh we're in there getting attacked and all of a sudden out of you know the corner of my left and and you know out of the corner of my eyes i just see these hands come out from the sides and cover my face and then i That's died creepy. that sounds pretty cool yeah it's terrifying it's it actually really cool. is it's pretty fun, even me being a little scaredy baby. Dude, the like fucking the we- worst one was that goddamn high school. So we did a mission uh, in an abandoned high school, which has too many rooms. And uh, we're going through and checking every room uh, to try and find out what the what room the ghost is in. And so we finally find it, but realize that we're missing some of the things that we need in order to determine what kind of ghost it is. So we decided because to get- Ryan dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> so we decide to go back to the van to, you know, resupply. And on our way out, Dan gets out the side door. Tyler gets out the side door and then the door closes. And I think that I thought that Dan was fucking with me and he goes, it's attacking you, dude. It's attacking you. Go into a side room, close the door, turn off your flashlight and don't make a sound. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. And my flashlight's like flashing and, and shit. So I just like go into whatever closest door next to me, close the door, turn off my flashlight and just sit there and wait. And then I heard Dan over the radio and I'm like, okay, everything's good. The best part is as we were walking towards the exit, because when the ghost attacks, it closes every exit to the building and locks it until it's done attacking. Um, And I was going to say to Tyler, like, hey, you know what's really funny sometimes is you'll all walk out and the last (laughs) person in line will have the door shut on them. It's just bad luck. And I, I turned around and looked at the door and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was dude. so happy I wasn't the one. I'd be freaking the fuck out. Yeah. That's a you know, really I'm, great game. It Even, like I said, even being a scaredy cat and honestly having the worst time in that last one where I threw out an otherworldly shriek or whatever <laughs> that was i'm still not sure uh but beyond that 
the ones that we successfully completed were honestly really fun. It was like a fun, like little puzzle. And like, you felt like a ghost hunter and like, it was like legitimately really freaky. And you're just like walking around this house and like, Oh God, <laughs> it was a, sounds cool honestly, as hell. a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm excited to see what more is coming for that game because Tyler. it's in early access right now. So, and it's like a one man development team though. So don't expect a lot to happen very yeah. quickly. Um, but enjoy what you can, Tyler, because once we get out of amateur difficulty, those timers go down before the ghost can start fucking with you. So, And you'll just stop getting amateur contracts eventually, so it just won't be a choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the house. I'm going to shout the ghost name ten times. It's going to gurgle in your ear, and you're going to run into a room and cry. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a fucking worst, and I apologize to all of our podcast listeners right now because this is going to be bad. But basically, you'll be, you know like in the room trying to get the ghost to do something. And all of a sudden you just hear like really loud, like in your ear and shit. And it's like, no, thanks. No, thanks. No, thank you very much. Did you guys ever get the one where it like exhales into your ear? Yeah. Yeah. The first one. Uh, When it does that, it's actually haunting you and it does spawn behind you. If anyone's looking like if you ever hear, it's right there. The model actually loads in when it does it to you. <laughs> oh! <laughs> if you're in VR, you can actually turn around quickly enough to catch it. So it's, it's like Lisa it, in PT. Yeah, well, because it's like uh, when you're not in VR, it's stuck to your character model's like orientation, right? So if you turn your character model, the ghost is still behind you. But if you turn your head in VR, it's different. So you can turn your head and not rotate your body and the ghost will just be there looking at you. I would not do that that because that would suck. Yeah, no, 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 no. Come on, you're the VR guy. You got to take one for the team here. No, 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 no. This is this is your comeuppance for having money. You have to be more scared than us. I will yeah. buy I will buy VR sets for both Tyler and Dan. And then okay. yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Cuz I was just playing on the the first generation Oculus Rift, which I'm sure those have come down in price by now. I'll just buy you guys VR setups. I bet you buy me a computer that can run computer games. <laughs> no, that was the thing. I would. I was going to either invite you or Brooks to be our fourth because it's a four-player co-op game, but neither of you can play it. It was a bummer. Yeah, I don't think my computer could handle it. That's. I know. It sounds really fun, though. Well, I guess uh, we're going to have to... I'm, I'm going to have to just build a couple of extra, like, powerful gaming PCs. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta figure out how to upgrade mine. We'll, some, we'll need it to, to get everyone like playing games together, <laughs> playing PC games together and stuff. Like I'll set them up with all the same stuff and with uh uh capture devices and um you know uh capture software and all that kind of shit. And I think uh then we'll have our little command center out in the new studio whenever the fuck that happens. Probably when the world resumes. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't want to play that game in VR. (laughs) You have no choice. Yeah. Nobody wants to. (laughs) I mean, I kind of wanted to. (laughs) I wanted to get the real experience. Like, it, it is a legitimately, like different experience in vr 
already made a noise yeah, I've never made before. I don't need to do that again. <laughs> I will, uh, I will miss the ability to miss the ability to crab walk using those <laughs> <laughs> using those awful non VR models. But the um, the uh, uh, you don't really get the true sense for like the size of the high school, for example, unless you're in VR, like you're in VR and you get that fucking, and you get the high school, you walk out and it's just, you know, it's staggering. You're, you're in that environment. You're not looking at a screen. Just wait till I get you guys to pull up to the asylum with me. Cause you back the van directly into the doors. There's no outside, Like you walk from the front door in and out of the truck. I don't want to go to an asylum. I <laughs> Those things scare me in like TV shows. Like even like, watching, like, watching like Supernatural, which isn't actually scary. Like every episode that they're in an insane asylum, He's I scared of Supernatural. Shut up. <laughs> He's scared of the WB heartthrob show. Oh my hey, gosh. Those, 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 those uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you, Tyler. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Good. Okay, so next time you guys have to document it because, like, these oh, noises yeah. are too, too good to rob the rest of the world of. Yep. I agree. My throat still hurts from screaming last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I surprised myself. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, The Boys Season 2 is fully out. Fantastic. So. I give it a 9 out of 10. Did you like Season 1 or Season 2 better? I really liked Season 2 a lot, actually. It was very relevant eerily relevant and uh yeah i thought it was it was really well done it had some a lot of curveballs you know i mean you can every time you feel like they're getting an edge you know obviously it gets taken away from it's heartbreaking but uh you know a lot of the things that were going on and the politics and stuff they were all uh i thought they were all well executed and like i said unfortunately uh pretty on the nose Hmm. in a sad yeah, entertaining way. Um, yeah. And another great part of season two is if you're lactose intolerant, you should watch this season because uh, you'll never want to drink milk again. Not oh, only. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's uh, Homelander. It's very nasty. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, that's he breast milk. Love milk. Yes. Because Homelander is a little very- baby. Very comparable for me to uh, Denethor with his uh, eating of uh, cherry tomatoes in Return of the King. It's that same kind of just visceral, like, "Ooh, did you have to? Are you sure that you want to drink milk? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, Jasmine's been watching it, and she told me how uh, on the nose it has been. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah, and Homelander is just a fucking creep. And yeah, unfortunately, we live in a world where comic people from comic books aren't exactly outside the realm of possibility or, you know, as caricature like as they might have once been. 
Yes. Yeah. Anthony Starr as Homelander is just terrifying. He is honestly one of the most terrifying characters I have seen in fiction. Like, and you guys have seen the viral photo going around, right? Because of Homelander's uh, uh, height, he had to wear heels. I have not seen that. Yeah. (laughs) So it's basically, it's basically him like very flamboyantly cross-legged showing off his, his huge, they're like four or five inch heels. That's funny. Now I need to see this. That's also kind of funny because Anthony Starr is pretty tall. He's 5'11". Huh. Like, it's not like he's he's short by any means. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, my God. That's so good. (laughs) So you wouldn't know it, but uh, yeah. And uh, um, from chat, we're getting uh, he chose to wear heels. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Because the the meme goes, uh, you know, like, uh, okay, so I'll have to wear heels. Well, we can make platforms. Yeah, but can they be heels? <laughs> <clears throat> well, it can, but it doesn't have to. I want heels, though. <laughs> yeah. And make them heels. fabulous. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's pretty great. I hadn't watched any of it uh, until about two weeks ago. I didn't watch the first season all, and but I'd heard about it, and so I started it and it was very easy to binge yeah i loved uh, the first season the first season really drags you in right away like the the uh initiating conflict scene um is i made the the podcast crew sit and watch at least to that point when when the boys came out because it was definitely one of those moments where you know you're watching them it's like yeah I'm enjoying this show. I'm watching this show. And then something ludicrous happens and you're just like jaw dropped when she just explodes in into, you know, mist. I was just like, and he he looks down at her hands in his hands. That was in the first like five minutes. Exactly. God, that that is what caught me with this series. Yeah, it definitely doesn't shy away from anything like that. It's pretty wonderful. Yeah. It is over the top. So extremely well written. For the second season, I've only watched the first episode so far. Um, But uh, I do need to binge it. You do. Very good. And it, it, it introduces more interesting mysteries. Like, it's not just over the top violence and ridiculousness. Like, there are some really like I'm I have no idea where one of these storylines is going to go because it's actually a really cool little uh, storyline. And that's central to the plot. And I just said you everyone who hasn't seen it needs to watch it. And that includes you, right? Yeah. And not Dan. So I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I've already given Dan uh, given up on Dan. There's a lot of good shows to be watching right now. Lovecraft Country. Uh, Raised by Wolves uh, is all available now. Uh, The Boys is all available now. Uh, And um, Mandalorian Season 2 is uh, coming up uh, at the end of this month, I believe. Yeah, I think October 30th is when it's supposed to come out. And then if you're an Animaniacs fan, new episodes of Animaniacs start up November 20th. Kind of so, excited for that. Yeah, that is exciting. Super stoked for that. 
with a Mandalorian, they finally officially uh, officially uh, confirmed one of the actresses. And I'm totally blanking on her name right now. Oh, my God. You're great at this, Tyler. Fascinating. Thank you. (laughs) Wonderful. Shut up. Rosario Dawson. Ah, yes. They finally uh, that uh, the turf, the turf Rosario Rosario Dawson. Dawson. The what? The turf Rosario Dawson. Ah, remember everyone. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. It's going to break Bentley's heart. Yep, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson is a turf. Rosario Dawson. Also, I like your choice, like like the choice of her as as the character that she's going to be playing. So, um, worth uh, noting that um, on on the topic of uh, turfs, uh, not only are we absolutely beyond done with J.K. Rowling, um, but uh, Eddie Redmayne or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, uh, Newt's commander uh, from. Uh, the uh, Fantastic Beats Beasts series. <laughs> Fantastic Beats. <laughs> uh, That's a, that is that is Noah's uh, themed uh, DJ nights at the yep. grid. <laughs> Ryan, not not uh, not the movies. <laughs> uh, he has uh, come to her defense, and in my opinion, she is indefensible. Like it is not. It, it's it's comical to try and defend J.K. Rowling at this point. Yeah, I, you know, to go uh, down with, you know, uh, fighting against uh, accusations of being a turf um, and all while making claims that uh, trans women uh, negate her experience as a female. The existence of trans women negate her experience as a natural born female. And uh, then releasing a new book where the killer uh, is a man who dresses up as a woman and kills people in bathrooms. Which is fucking great. (sighs) I'm not a turf. I'm not a turf. I'm not a turf. Here's my new book. Stoking the fear of fucking old ladies everywhere. So, yeah, it's it's another one of those very, you know, kind of depressing cases of that we're we're kind of having to face more and more now is the separation of the art from the artist. You know, uh, considering uh, how big and influential Harry Potter uh, has been as a property, do we take it away? Like, can it can it be? appreciated knowing that its uh, creator is such a piece of shit you know uh, do we take away all of uh, Kevin Spacey's incredible films do we never watch American Beauty again do we you know like the way I like to look at it is that when an artist births something out of the world especially when that t- takes such takes off as much as Harry Potter did. Um, I mean, it's not really the artist's baby anymore. Like fans have made that have gone so much further with Harry Potter than than JK will ever have. Yeah, she invented the story. But, you know, like to me, Harry Potter is is essentially about acceptance. 
like the ability, the thought that being born strange, there's a place for you somewhere. So the fact that like the basic idea of Harry Potter flies in the face of what JK Rowling obviously believes. Uh, it's rolling like bowling, not rolling like howling. I don't, I don't give a shit. She's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> can I say, Damn, can I say Tyler's getting show? fucking spicy. <laughs> What's up, Kalen? <laughs> can I can I say cunt on this show? Yes, yes, we can. I believe you just did. <laughs> just curious. No, <laughs> but that's that's my view on that. And it's just you know Harry Potter's mine, and I'm not going to let her, let her uh, she, ruin it for me. And I it, to me it doesn't it, it, it's disappointing because I looked up to her as a writer and as some as a person but at the same time not all artists are good people and in fact i feel like we're finding out that a lot of artists are really shitty people and it's i mean it's it's a shame it's i mean but i mean you can kind of go back all the way back forever and find artists that were horrible people jimmy page for the for led zeppelin i mean was fuck a, uh, we know kaylin yeah, Kalen. Uh, yeah. Jesus, uh, Ryan. Technically, you're an artist. So, am I? Fuck. <laughs> that would explain why I'm such a piece of human garbage. Right. God, uh, all this time I curse. thought I was just an asshole, but it turns out I'm an artist. I feel so much better yes. about that. <laughs> right. That, that's a whole like line of like, please excuse my terrible behavior. Oh, I'm an artist. I'm an eccentric. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> And it's like, it's why you can't really look at art like these people. We can't really look at it and put them on a pedestal. We can enjoy their art and love what they've brought to the world. But at the end of the day, they're people and people are flawed and some people suck. That's and fair. That's, that's kind of my, so. that's a lot of people. <laughs> Honestly, in a lot of ways, probably a majority of people. But <laughs> I so, would I mean, probably that's, that's I would argue that. All people, no one doesn't suck. All people suck to varying degrees. <laughs> For some reason or another. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just don't it. understand how someone can invent this fantasy world of goblins and minotaurs and shit like that. And then fucking like can't do the mental gymnastic it takes to imagine that, you know, maybe people uh, identify like how almost she oh it looks like kaylin's bugging out on us she can't fucking imagine a goddamn fucking thing like that yeah i I don't either and i and that's what i don't get it either too just because like like what i said like the essential idea of harry potter is little 11 year old kid that grew up being an outcast finds Mm -hmm. a place where he not only belongs but is celebrated like that's something that well the trans community the lgbtq plus community has been like that's what they're like that's but even in that community he is also picked on and bullied and you know favored by some and uh, unjustly targeted by others yeah but it's pretty much made obvious that the people that make fun of Harry Potter 
in Hogwarts are total assholes. It's like, it's like I mean, his, his, his muggle world experience is so bad that rem- removing it, like being removed from that and being put into the stereotypical not popular kid in high school experience is a respite. Yeah, and then he fl- then he goes to school and like flexes his privilege of being <laughs> whoever the fuck. My parents are the one who survived. I'm magical right. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> Don't you the see one who lived. <laughs> to be I, fair, he, he I, does I read something him. about how this uh, like a tweet or something. The person said that they were surprised that J.K. Rowling didn't put two lightning bolts on Harry Potter's head. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. That took me a second. I, I was like, wait for it. <laughs> I'm ruining Harry Potter. Oh. Oh. Look, we're not ruining Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling is. No, J.K. Rowling's just proving herself like when you're master. Like I brought you into this world. I can take you out of it. <laughs> No one's more qualified to fuck up Harry Potter than the bitch who fucking yep. <laughs> fucked up Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> She's been kind of fucking up Harry Potter or attempting to. And it's, it's I mean, there's a very big population of Harry Potter fans that pretty much look at a lot of the stuff that Harry, that she has written since over Twitter and whatever, even before all of the turf stuff. Um, as like, you know, it's like, stop trying to make what you like, stop trying to go back and change things in Harry Potter. Yeah. Like the story's out there. Like you can't change it anymore. Stop this. <laughs> You're just being insane. So, I mean, I don't know. We have given her more than enough time in, in this episode of the podcast. Um, yes. the, uh, uh, what else has been going on this week? Um, what has gone on? Has anything really been? <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate, uh, three, the Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate. Shut up, Baldur's Gate three is in early access. Uh, yep. so that is exciting. It's I'm been pretty... like 20 years since the last uh, Baldur's Gate game. Friend of the show, William Yates, has been playing it, he likes it. Um, it is very, very D and D. It is basically D and D in a game. Yep. <laughs> and um, I watched a video of a dude killing a guy with a potato. He rolled a nat twenty. It was hilarious. It made me laugh. Nice. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> I kind of can't wait to play this game because of that. <laughs> yeah, it's up on uh, Stadia and on PC. Which, uh, for a day one uh, Stadia release, that's a good get. But it's um, only uh, up through Act 1, I guess, right now. Or, I don't know how far. They said they haven't gotten Act 2 and Act 3 finished yet. So. Sure. So it is early access. And if uh, history repeats itself, we'll see the final version in a year. Hey, guess what, everyone? You get to pay to be a beta tester. Yay. Uh, that's been par for the course for so long now that doesn't yep. even surprise me anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of annoying. Yeah. I don't know. 
Um, there have been uh, some recent uh, concerns. So uh, Microsoft sent out uh, Xbox Series X's or a prototype Series X's to uh, press. And so they can, you know, you'll see plenty of YouTube videos uh, these days um, about uh, just showing off the quick resume feature and uh, comparing load times uh, because the Series X will play, you know, pretty much all the One X games and stuff like that. And uh, it's really looking very impressive in, in, you know, the way that that it does that it allows you to have basically several games available for quick resume. Like if you're playing a game and then you want to switch over to another game, you switch over to that other game and then switching back and forth. Like it basically saves the state to the drive kind of the way uh, the Nintendo switch uh, does that or, or, you know, some portable systems have done that where you can essentially power off the system and it, it kind of keeps it uh, hibernated, but this will allow you to do it with multiple games. And so you don't lose your place. Uh, in those games, you don't have to worry about save spots or anything like that. You can just pop right back into it and jump back between them, uh, with about like a 10 second, 10 to 20 second load time, uh, which is impressive. It's all looking very impressive. However, I want to do that with my relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. We're pausing this. (laughs) (laughs) We'll, 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 we'll restore this one later. All right. See you when I feel like it. Yeah. I've just got an ADD when it comes to this kind of thing. <laughs> it's hard to commit to one game. I mean, you're a polyamorous when it comes to video games, Ryan. I know. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, exactly. The uh, uh, apparently some people have been reporting uh, that it's getting very hot. Um, the, they've been testing the SSDs, the, the Seagate SSD and in pulling it out after it's been running, you know, for a while, like it is, uh, hot to the touch, like burning your fingers hot. So little concern there, but, uh, we'll see those, they're prototype units. So they're not necessarily representative of what we're going to see on November 10th. So. Hasn't Microsoft had overheating issues on literally every console release? <laughs> Honestly, every every main, you know, well, the big two, Sony and Microsoft, have battled heat issues forever. Mm-hmm. You know, on the original PlayStation, it meant, you know, you had to flip your PlayStation upside down in order to play games. Xbox 360. I don't remember doing that. Yeah, I, I, had, I had to do that. It, I never did that. It stopped reading no. games. It was a common solution, uh, and uh, it was due to overheating. And so you had to uh, flip it over and um, uh, play it upside down in order to uh, make the connection happen, basically, the, to, for gravity to make the connection that had been lost. Wasn't, wasn't there a red ring of death on the Xbox 360 because of overheating Overheating Uh, and desoldering because uh, due to overheating. Yeah. Uh, And that PlayStation issue that I uh, outlined that it it was the same issue that just, you know, solution was available for it. Um, And what some people would do is they'd wrap their systems in towels. I remember that in order to heat it up to reset in an attempt to resolder the uh, connection. Um, 
of course the ps4 sounding like a fucking jet plane when yep. it tries to do anything more than load a screen <laughs> yeah so yeah, it's playing no man's sky I can't tell if it's my spaceship or my playstation <laughs> it's it's been a constant uh battle for for these you know major companies uh and trying to get the amount of power that they are into smaller and smaller form factors um so I think considering the size of the PlayStation 5 uh, being the largest home console ever um, and the heaviest, it's a 10 pound console. Um, It will be. And did you guys see the teardown video that Sony did? Like they took the PlayStation 5 apart in a YouTube video and showed it. it Uh, So you get a good comparison of the system all together next to a human it is the size of the man's torso yeah jesus is a big boy a small man i mean well, could be a small maybe man they're, maybe they're <laughs> maybe they're gonna have a whole bunch of fans in there so uh there is only one fan in it and uh it is full of heat sink and oh, okay. the the white blades on either side uh, can be taken off uh, without tools. So we could see some, you know, like customization stuff done uh, to replace those white blades and, and stuff like that. That could be pretty neat. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. We'll see. I mean, I have taken the entire week off for the release of the uh, Series X and the PlayStation 5, and uh, we'll probably do some streaming from them and and see, you know, see what it's all about. Must be nice, Ryan. (laughs) I want a pre-order. I don't. I, I have a. I have a feeling I won't see uh, see a PS5 until next year. I'm. Sh- I'm assuming. Yeah, so same, corn. but for different reasons. <laughs> so by quarantine for two weeks, I can uh, come over and help you test those babies out, right? Yeah. <laughs> you only play one at a time, right? You're not that ambidextrous, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'll do picture in picture on my 77 inch uh, TV in it's the living one room. One hand and one foot per controller. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's how he does it. Yep. That's how I roll. That's how I roll. Looks like a, a yogi. Um, <laughs> in uh, a boo boo. Uh, in. Brian is not smarter than that. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that was actually kind of offensive. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, the did you guys see IGN did a real uh, uh, a real hard drive move uh, this past week with their FIFA 20. Uh, review. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they copy pasted a review from the previous one. They did lower that the score. That was though. so good. Score? That was fucking killer. They uh, so for FIFA 20, they just copied and pasted the uh, the score for uh, or the review from FIFA 19, and lowered the score to two. Even said in the uh, on- yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I think you were about no. to talk about the exact same thing. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, EA admitted that 
there are no significant changes to this year's release of FIFA on the Switch. Yep. It even literally says in the game description, like, Mm -hmm. there are no changes. Like, what the fuck? How ballsy can you get, EA? At that point, then, what is (laughs) the only iteration is the... Uh, is player stats, right? Yeah, that's it. It's just a roster increase, a ro- roster upgrade, and maybe, I'm assuming, maybe some kind of visual. So why not make it an update? Uh, because they can package it for 60 or $70, and people will still buy it. $70 now. Yeah, for 20 Isn't that going to be fucking great when we're paying $70 for roster upgrades oh, for yeah. sports games? Well, Consumers are stupid. It's a good thing I don't play any of those games. I like sports, and I haven't played a... I haven't bought a sports game since 2013. I haven't yeah. bought a sports game since NBA Jam. See, that's the thing. Like, You can like sports and not like sports games. <laughs> that's yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. Up. It's I, actually more fun the closest thing that than it is to play sports games because i can drink beers yeah the the i mean you can drink beers and play sports games too yeah but you need to use the controller for that i can just sit at a table while an actual game is on and just like drink a beer <laughs> that's the nice thing about modern sports games is they force you to watch commercials so that's when you can drink the beer <laughs> oh, god i forgot I, I forgot about that holy shit yeah. The outrage I experienced when I watched someone play UFC on the PS4 and it played commercials. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow, yeah, that like, I hadn't dude. heard about. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Good lord. And they still are going to charge us $70. <sighs> Plus microtransactions. Yeah. Those are macrotransactions. Like Let's not forget about the, uh, uh, with FIFA, the their trading card like I forget what they call the mode, but you like buy packs of cards that like uh, that you get players for and make your own team. It's like FIFA Ultimate Team or something like that. And you literally buy like it's like DLC and you create your own team and it's like and you get rare players or common players and shit like that. It's a fucking gacha. It it is. It's, <laughs> oh. It's, it's, oh no! They make a shit ton of money off of it. <laughs> He's found a spicy boy. Yeah, you got a habanero one. Oh yeah, <laughs> ah. I want one. I'm jealous. Ah. There's the spicy boy. <laughs> I was wondering. And what sucks like... <laughs> is they're chewy, so you can't like force a swallow on it. You gotta like it just stays in your mouth for a while. While. <laughs> oh. I was like, Ryan, I know that the FIFA Ultimate Team is like is is a travesty, but you, you seem so no so problem. emotionally pained. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> ah. I believe in you, Ryan. We're here. We're in this together. I mean, only you oh. are experiencing the pain, but I'm actually disappointed in you. For every <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> at, least, at, least he, at least he admitted up front that he wasn't going to be able to handle it very well. He did. Yes, yes. I, I honestly well, and especially it's, it sneaks up on you. You're like, these are really, really tasty. And, they're, and it's even still sweet. It just has habanero in it, too. 
Mm. That sounds sounds really delicious, yeah. So Mexican candy. It's tasty. For maximum comedy, Ryan, you should have just been like, no, dude, I could eat a handful of these habanero chews. (laughs) It's nothing. I would just be like, "Ah!" (laughs) I would have died if Kaylin She's like, I'm disappointed in you, Ryan. I can't be associated and just logged out. (laughs) Kaylin would have to do that to me. You have you have lessened my brand. <laughs> this is some bullshit. <laughs> no, I mean you know uh, if you're expecting if you're expecting habanero, uh, then it's fine. Like I love mango habanero wings and you know shit like that. Like that's fucking great. When you're just like eating candy and one of them happens to be habanero, it it catches you by surprise it takes you by the scruff i mean it's kind of your fault though you should be expecting it <laughs> you're eating eating a bag of candy that says you probably are going to have a habanero in here but some that's point. only the <laughs> second one in the bag that's the second one in the whole bag there are only three left your disappointment <laughs> <sighs> I, I hate you <laughs> go to your room and think about what you did are you putting visine in your eyes <laughs> fucking gordon ramsay over here for a second I, I thought you were like actually like in pain and <laughs> trying to lessen the pain with visine these <laughs> These crocodile tears are so believable. Kaylin said he hates me. (laughs) What a ham. Man, Ryan, you should be an actor. That was very Mm. believable. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason I am a voice actor. (laughs) You don't have the power to cry on command? Actually, I do. (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like you would be able to. (laughs) Yeah, I I can. Oh man! So, uh, Kalen, how did your uh, stream go on Tuesday? It was really good. Um, Yeah, we uh, streamed with Mega Ran. Um, It was cool. Um, We ended up recording it the day before because uh, to avoid any logistical Uh, hitches or anything, uh, Mega Ran uh, uh, kind of requested that we do it. So, uh, and it was fine for us. We did it all live anyway, like the day before, but we just recorded it and sent it to him so he could just play it right away i was wondering how you were able to message us yeah no i figured i figured that that was probably the case uh, Caitlin's got Caitlin has the first neural uplink. He just didn't want to tell us. <laughs> yeah. Why did you become friends with Elon Musk? <laughs> it's uh no. yeah it was uh it was it was fun though. It's it's nice doing it the day before there's less pressure. Yeah. That's a smart idea. I uh, generally most of like the live stream concerts I've watched have gone well, but I mm-hmm. just watched one on Friday that uh, they had a lot of issues. Where like the first couple songs they played were in mono because. They- uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Speaking of issues. Uh-oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Point exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was perfect timing. Very very good timing. Just like yesterday, when his when we were playing when we were playing last night, his his he kept getting power surges. Yeah, 
his power went out. I was just saying, like, if I was playing fucking that game and then my power surged, I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that would suck. Scary. Um, The. uh, I know the. I I have so I have mixed feelings about the whole pre-recording thing. Um, it depends on how it's being marketed. Because uh, I paid for VIP access to the uh, NoFX uh, live stream, uh, the uh, backyard at Fatty's um, or whatever. And uh, it was no effects, bad cop, bad cop and fishbone and get dead and slightly stupid and Laura Jane Grace and uh, someone from Avenged Sevenfold and a bunch of comedians and shit like that, just like a party in his backyard. And uh, um, the uh, so the VIP tickets uh, gave the sense that it was you were going to be able to interact with the band and, you know, like hang out, basically. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> that was the perfect timing. It could have taken any of the chances to disconnect me while I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you record first, okay? Because there might be some sort of... <laughs> this, is, this is a perfect example. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I don't trust the internet. So, uh, but it gave... The, like, I don't know at this point why I paid for VIP access. Because it, they gave you the sense that you were going to be able to interact and in, uh, with the bands in the green room, and then basically just watch a uh, uh, live stream throughout the night. Basically, they like uh, you know, d- d- wandering camera throughout the night. Nope, it had all been recorded two days prior. The entire thing had been recorded two days prior, and uh, it was still cool to watch, but. Now, all of it's up on YouTube. You got to see it first, Ryan. That's what that's. Uh, so that's what I paid twenty five dollars wow. for VIP access to something that didn't have clear VIP benefits uh, and wasn't actually live. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I, I prefer to do things live. And like I said, we did all our, ours in one take. The only advantage of doing it ahead of time is a no internet problems b we are able to like tweak the levels in a way that we wouldn't be able to since it's just two of us you know and like make sure it sounds better for the people watching it we added some things on the green screen behind us just visually because we're you know we're standing there we don't have someone to operate the camera because we're still in quarantine um but also we can interact with people while it's happening and engage people, which is nice to yeah. be able to like, like what we did a live stream a couple weeks ago and we had some of our friends from Japan uh, watching and we were able to talk to them during and, um, but yeah, if you're doing the, like, were you able, even able to like have access to talk to the people in the, no. Yeah. So, you well, got, there was a chat, there was a chat, but I don't want to talk to those people because that was just a bunch of obnoxious, shit oh god every 
every single live concert I've watched since this has started, it's just people in chat going, wish my, me and my wife a happy anniversary or wish my son a, a happy birthday because he's here with me. Like, I don't care about your kids. Yeah. I don't care about your wife. I don't care about your husband. Nobody else does. The, Not even uh, the band. The only um, <laughs> show, streamed show that uh, I've watched, uh, that I've like paid to, to watch, that I've been happy with uh was leprous earlier this year in may leprous did a, a stream and they've got another one coming up um and it, that was amazing uh because it was clear that it was live the lead singer like they started the stream and they're like uh in you know a studio and the lead singer is like clearly monitoring the chat like he's sitting there with his phone monitoring the chat and kind of like bringing up some of the things that people are saying in chat to his bandmates and whatnot before they go out and then once they go out expertly mixed um multi-camera setup uh with uh multiple cameramen um it was really incredibly well done I've got to ask something out of just morbid curiosity. Since I've been listening to Leprous for so long, I still haven't actually heard him do anything other than sing. Is he difficult to understand when he's just talking to the audience? No. Okay. Didn't I, I sure sent you a link? Act. I sent he's you... Like, he's Swedish, I think. So. Uh, Norwegian. Nor- he's Norwegian, okay. I sent you uh, uh, my login and, and the link to watch that show. I'm- I remember you sending that now that you bring it up and then I probably immediately forgot the moment I like closed the chat. <laughs> uh, it is worth watching because it is stunning uh, what they were able to achieve live and it should set an example, you know, for uh, for people like there's no reason that you should have poorly mixed live streams these days. There's no reason that, uh, uh, you shouldn't be able to uh, have a multi-camera setup, you know, um, aside from finances, obviously. But like, aside, technically, none of these things have ever been more accessible. Right. But I mean, by having multiple cameras and multiple cameramen, it almost defeats the purpose of a quarantined live show. I mean, you're just well, like, that's the. This kind of shows we're putting on, we're putting it on as a means to an end. Uh, I would love to do like a well choreographed, uh, dynamic live stream, but then it's my, all of a sudden you've got people, other people involved and that kind of defeats a lot. My counter to that is have multiple camera, multiple, multiple static cams and next to your, next to your keyboard, have a stream deck. I don't have a job. <laughs> Fair. I don't, have a job. I don't have real shows to play. I would lo- no, I would, I would love to do that. And we've done one where I had my iPad next to me and I got the Twitch feed up and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I agree. It's, it's would be really great to do all that. If you're, a, if you're a big touring band that has a shit ton of extra cash to throw around. And I would love to, yeah. I would love to do that. And I would love to have all our drums mic'd up, but I mean, that's just where we're, I would love to have all that available to me, but essentially if this wasn't the case, we'd be on the road right now and I wouldn't need any of that stuff. And I, right. And <laughs> like, that's 
but I, I agree that would be really, really sick, but it's just not within our means at um, this point. I, uh, <laughs> I wish we could have all our drums mic'd up, but I spent all my life savings on my hot sauce collection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that you should do uh, the next uh, uh, Snailmate live stream from my house. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. We would love that. I know that you and Bentley have been super careful about who you've been interacting with, especially since Bentley has been recovering and stuff. So he's probably more susceptible uh, because he's already, his body's already trying to heal. Uh, mm. So, uh, and you know, I haven't, I haven't barely fucking left my house since March. So yes. uh, I feel uh, uh, comfortable um, setting you guys up in the casita and uh, like with some lighting with some uh i'll push you through the soundboard we'll mic up the drums uh at least with some overheads and yeah that'd be sick i would love that speaking of uh hanging out with people <laughs> i saw my grandparents last week and they're not great at social distancing i just wanted to uh announce i am covid free i went and got a test <laughs> <laughs> just to fucking make sure you've got to uh, be the only person in the country who is not afraid for your grandparents you're afraid of your grandparents in a, during right. a pandemic yeah that's yeah. most people's excuse to not go places like well i gotta see my grandparents i don't want to put them at risk and you're like, oh, I got to fucking see my grandparents. They're going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much how that went. I love was, my grandparents, but <laughs> it, it was definitely both for me. Like I was definitely, and still am scared for my grandfather because he's going out and doing shit all the time. But whenever I would interact with him, I'm like, man, I'm putting myself at a bigger risk hanging out with him than he is hanging out with me. Yep, right. That's for sure. Yep. That's how I felt with my grandparents they were going to restaurants and you know they wore masks but when as soon as you go inside to a restaurant you take your mask off and it's just like but i'm i'm yep. free and they're alive so i i do worry for them a lot but they're alive so i don't, I don't know um and i applaud you getting uh tested just you know even though you couldn't feel like you were sick or anything I had some sniffles on Friday. Oh, a little bit of a little, a little scare. I had planned on getting tested anyway, and that was just like an extra. <laughs> I was like, Were now you that freaking I can, out? Uh, a little bit. When you got the like, sniffles. Oh, no. Yeah, I, like, no. I know. I woke up and like my throat was a little dry from like sleeping with my mouth open under the fan. I was like, it's over for me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so uh uh did anyone watch the vice president debate watch the highlight Fly. i already know exactly how it was gonna go and i was 100 percent right when i listened to like a couple highlights yeah <laughs> you didn't expect the fly no one expected the fly. no one expected sure. the fly <laughs> the fly is i mean uh someone posted the full from landing to leaving that fly was on his head for two whole minutes. <laughs> and Jasmine and I watched the the debates. The second that fly landed, we we could not pay attention to anything that was being said from there on out. And flies don't 
just stay in one place. Yeah, like, no. Especially no. if you're moving your head and like gesturing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, within minutes, there I counted over five uh, fly Twitter accounts. Um, remember when that bird landed on Bernie's podium? Yep. 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 This is kind of like, like the opposite of that. It's the it's the Halloween season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh Bernie's a Disney princess and uh Pence is Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Fair. I was gonna say he's a pile of shit, but sure. We'll go with Beelzebub. <laughs> My favorite part of it is the the uh Biden campaign's Twitter uh, Twitter uh afterwards shows <laughs> Uh, they are actually they are actually selling uh, fly swatters uh, in the in I the Biden store. Fly oh, did they sell out immediately? That beautiful. That is beautiful. Let's see. That's that is social media uh, marketing right there. That, yeah. that is a that is that was a brilliant move on their part. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, Jim Carrey's uh, Biden on SNL? No, I, I did not. Good job. They definitely, oh. they definitely do a really good job with the makeup, if nothing else. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. I you did see have... his drawing of Pence, though. Yeah, that was pretty good. You need to watch. You guys, you need to watch the uh, the president. They do uh, the cold openings. Uh, two weeks ago was the presidential campaign. And then last week was uh, the vice presidential campaign. Yeah, yeah. This week. And uh, and it's fucking hilarious. It is. Yes. It's. Looping Biden. back to our Jeff Goldblum so conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Carrey's Jeff Goldblum impersonation as a fly. <laughs> <laughs> it was a layered, layered impression. It's brilliant. Jim it's Carrey brilliant. as Joe Biden as Jeff Goldblum as a fly. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I'll have to check that out. Jim Carrey at his most ridiculous best. <laughs> um, we uh, uh, got our early ballots um, and uh, have voted. Um, I thought it was my my I voted sticker was funny uh, because it he he has all of the the I'm emotionally the exhausted. Yay. Right. He's like, I get it, but I'm dead inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, this, I so feel, sad. is the perfect sentiment for this election. <laughs> yeah. like, I just survived a car crash. Yeah. Oh, my God. They knew what they were doing. Oh, There's yeah. no way they didn't know what they oh, were doing. Yeah. He is not elated. He is... He is- yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he understands the pain yeah <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> now i want like a really depressed cover of i'm just a bill <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sitting here on capitol hill make it an emo song i'm sitting here on capitol hill <laughs> Um, so we have gotten to the end of the episode. Uh, what video games you guys been playing this week? When I was a young Bill. Sorry. 
I've still been <laughs> putting a lot of time into No Man's Sky. It's been a, a really nice escapism. It's yeah. so good. And it's been really good to, like, I've been over here at Bentley's, and it's I can play with my little brother, and that's really cool. And I would like to play with you guys. Hell yeah, dude. Um, you definitely need to set that as to jump on sometime. Cause that's, yeah. a, that's a blast. The way that the multiplayer works on it is really great now. And it's cool to just jetpack around and like dig shit up and like fuck, fuck around. We were, me and my brother were building a base together. As, uh, and neither of us have ever been interested in any sort of base building in games before. But when we were doing it together, it was a lot of fun. Right on. So, uh, yeah, it was really cool. That's something that I'm surprised about, too. I actually enjoy the base building as well, and that's something I honestly have always hated. <laughs> always avoid that shit in Yeah, games. I have not gotten into the base building too much. Like, I've got the most basic base possible uh, in No Man's Sky because I am loving exploring, like going out and finding shit and, and flying mm-hmm. around. Like, that is what takes me in especially like having my own freighter and shit like all that stuff is so rad it is even when my freighter gets like damaged in the mission it comes back and i have to like manually like fly over to it and like fix it shit up i'm like oh, this is cool like yeah. climbing a ladder so i can go like repair a terminal and it's like it sounds mundane but i'm like it's cool like it's yeah, it's a unique experience that is very immersive and like like i said there's nothing i want more than to be light years away from this fucking planet that <laughs> so have you done you, the, uh, the have you done the derelict uh the derelict freighters yet yeah and that's a nice change of pace too because you're like you fun. can't really run or fly you're kind of dick crawling through your go- goggles are all iced over and there's like abysmal missile horrors like huh right around yeah it's cool it's yeah i have cool. not gotten to do that yet it's a nice like <clears throat> all of a sudden uh, kind of horror, survival horror, like mini game. Right on. Mm-hmm. Nice. And you get some nice gear out of it too. Yeah, you upgrade your freighter storage and shit like that if you want. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's a blast. Only five million units. <laughs> Only five million. You get one for free, and I forget yes. how you do it. Oh, you have to get on it from the, the on the uh, the rift or whatever. Or the... Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tyler, what have you been playing? Uh, <laughs> well, <clears throat> a lot of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. <laughs> really? Yeah, I picked it back up because I just I wanted to play Pokemon. And then I was playing Crystal, but it just uh, well, I also kind of ended up kind of lost my charger somewhere. So I don't know where that went. But um but so I was like, I want to play Pokemon. So I picked up the Switch, and I'm like, like I was gonna play Shield, but then I was like, no, nah, I want to play Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu. I never actually finished it, and I didn't realize how much they added later later game because I never really got super far. I got to Vermilion City and got the third badge. Uh, but wow, like I'm, I'm I've been playing through, and the the uh, quality of life upgrades that they've made in it are just fantastic it's really hmm. really cool like like uh in one uh, in uh this not silph cove in the like in um celadon city there's a point where you go into the into the gambling hall or gambling arcade kind of thing and you like go underneath it and there's a, a team rocket hideout down there right 
And, you know, it's always been, it's the same kind of thing, but like when you go into the final room and you have to fight the last three bosses or whatever, um, it becomes really cinematic and cool. And like, like you have like a discussion with Giovanni and like, he's like walking out and it's like a really, like he's, it kind of brings the gravity of his character to life a little bit better, which is really cool. And like, uh, there's, there's some fun just differences, little mini changes here and there. The whole idea that you don't have to use HMs for your Pokemon anymore. And you just, uh, you have the special things with Pikachu and it just, it, it's fun. I'm, I'm loving it. It's bringing me back, but it also made little changes that make it better. I still wish I could fight Pokemon in the wild, but that's the, that's the only downside. I'm enjoying it. All you gotta do is give it a throw. <laughs> I still never got one of those. <laughs> uh, I I love it. Uh, I think it's it is a great way to play. Oh yeah, I need to pick one up. How about How you, you uh, Ding? I basically I just been playing a lot of that Phasmophobia game with my Discord gang. Yeah. Um that's how I was able to have all that extra equipment for you guys to use, <laughs> <laughs> so I could. Yeah, I so Caitlin, I had a uh, head mounted cameras that I made them both wear every mission so I could sit in the van and watch. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And Tyler is super jumpy when he's moving around, so his camera's always like jerking around every time something <laughs> happens. Giving you motion sickness. <laughs> <laughs> this game sounds really, really cool. Yeah, we it's definitely great. have to uh, uh, stream in it at some point. I oh, had a. Wow similar experience to what i gave you guys where i played with somebody who's like a stupidly high level and has a huge backlog of all of the equipment so he would just load in and say like well i'm not going in because if i die i'm losing like thousands of dollars in equipment (laughs) so you guys can use all my stuff and go in there and get your neck snapped by the ghost have fun (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah i went in totally blind everything to it yeah, it is cool. Yeah, you, like you do have to. You get levels really easily. Like it's always a hundred experience per level, no matter what. And once you hit like level seven or eight, I think you can buy everything in the game. So it doesn't take long. Nice. Yeah, and I went into the whole thing completely blind. Uh, I don't think Tyler and I looked up any anything at all. Nope. Um, and uh, it just made the experience that much better. I literally had no idea. I, I the only time I had actually even heard of it was from Dan, and then like literally yesterday before we played, I think Gamespot wrote an article about it, hmm. uh, or IO. I'm not. I can't remember which one, but I just saw it. I was like, oh hey, finally saw actual mention of this outside of Dan. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's get, it's getting that crazy success in a similar way that Among Us is. Uh, people started streaming it, and it brought it into the public eye in a pretty big way. That's so cool. And it's one dude, you said? I, as far as I know, I think that's what one of my friends told me. It's just one person. He's got like a roadmap of things that he plans on developing, but he's working alone. And I don't think he ever expected the game to be that successful, obviously, you know? At least not all at once, because it right. exploded. That's badass. Yeah, Kalen, you should like uh, reach out. Actually, a couple of people you should reach out to. Uh, that The developer for Phasmophobia and... Uh, uh, whoever kept among us alive because that came out in 2018 and like pretty much the entire team who made it left and uh there was just a die hard you know few people 
keeping it alive until it has now taken the fuck off. I love hearing yeah. shit like that. Good on him. Yeah. It deserves I, it. It's des- it, it is a solid fucking cat, you know, fun game uh gameplay loop. So, both I still still also still been playing Among Us by the way and still enjoying it. Still very fun. Yeah. They did a good job with it. They did a real good job with it. Uh Jackbox uh, Party Pack uh 7 comes out this week. Yeah. Can't wait. When well, you guys normally play that? Wednesdays. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Okay. Yep. Sometimes um, I play on Fridays too. Sometimes on Fridays. Yeah. Okay. We've been, um, we have been playing a lot of Among Us, but uh, this past Wednesday we actually played Jackbox. And so. we're going to have to do Jackbox when the new Jackbox comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How about you, Ryan? What have you been playing? I so uh, I told you all that uh, I bought a bunch of broken uh, 2DSs. I did successfully uh, make two functional 2DSs out of those fully functional 2DSs. So uh, and uh, I can't remember how in depth I I got on this or when I did this or whatever, like if I talked about it on the stream. Um, But uh, so mine, uh, the shell is the limited uh, Mario Maker uh, edition shell. So it's yellow and red and has a little Mario on the bottom on the front and and uh, says Super Mario Maker on the back, even though Mario Maker for 3DS is absolute hot garbage. Um, and uh, so I made one for Jasmine as well. Um, and uh, I used a combination of shells to give her a unique uh, 2DS. So I one of them, uh, one of the two DS, the broken two DSs that I bought was pink. So all the accents were pink, uh, but the shell itself was white. So the buttons were pink and the sides were were pink and stuff like that. Uh, and then I had two black and red ones and one blue and red one, I think. So I uh, took the pink accent pieces. Uh, from that pink one and mix them with the black shell. So it's a black shell, pink buttons, pink D-pad, uh, pink triggers, uh, pink sides, and even the stylus holder on the back is pink, but it's it's black and pink. So it's a unique combination. They never made anything like that, and it's more fitting Jasmine's style. Uh, so uh, I made you know myself uh, the... Uh, Mario Maker one made Jasmine the black and pink one uh, hacked them both and uh, loaded them uh, both with uh, 3DS and 2D and uh, regular DS games and uh, yeah it's it's so I've been playing a bunch of uh, 3DS games that I never really kind of got to uh, some of the Mario and Luigi stuff uh, I started playing uh, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam which is a crossover between Paper Mario and the Mario and Luigi games uh, so that's oh, so you uh, mean been like pretty fun original Paper Mario yes <laughs> Um. Yeah. Loud screeching in here. We're also talking like narratively a crossover too, not just mechanically. Yeah. Um. Anyway. 
so it's been yeah it's been a lot of fun uh playing you know just uh reaching into the now dead uh 3ds's history and uh playing <laughs> some games that i missed you know as they were coming out isn't it kind of weird to say that the now dead 3ds yeah like, there's a good chance we will never see a new actual regular nintendo handheld like yeah they i mean just continue on with the switch i mean it works so well why why the fuck not you know just hybridize that shit yeah straight up i am wondering if the uh if microsoft and sony will you know follow suit because like i i don't want the vita to be sony's last attempt at at getting into the handheld game i would love to see sony do uh another system i can't imagine they will considering uh everyone's just going to be able to play you know their playstation on their phones and everything now i honestly I mean, at least Nintendo or not Nintendo uh, Xbox, you can stream it on your. Well, sure, your Xbox, device. you can. Right, I would imagine PlayStation would probably go that route. Well, they've already got PlayStation now, and they they had beat Microsoft to the punch by several years with PlayStation Now, but it the only time it ever appeared on mobile was on Sony Xperia phones, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, it was only a specific phone, I think. So. Uh, and they only ever put it on their uh, on like a couple of models of their TVs and they abandoned that years ago. So I would, go ahead. I would assume, though, I think that what Kalen's more saying is that if they're going to look at a way, uh, look at a market to jump into to compete with, it'd be that one with. Yeah, as opposed to making all new hardware and, and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you're you're not wrong uh but i will say that my of the streaming services that i have which is pretty much all of them uh so i have geforce now i have playstation now i have uh stadia and uh i have uh game pass ultimate um microsoft streaming is the worst of all of them Really? In reliability, in connection, in everything. I experience you- more glitches and poor quality streaming with uh, the with Microsoft than any other service. Huh. Interesting. That's so, surprising considering how popular and well-received it is. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm even connected to Wi-Fi. I'm not even trying to do it over cellular. And, hmm. it, and I can stream high quality over Wi-Fi in my room on my uh, TV has no problem with high quality video, 4K video. So, yeah, it's weird. Because they're really pushing hard and and touting that as like a main draw. You'd think that they would have their infrastructure a little more uh, in place. You'd think. Could it be tighter? Could it maybe be the uh, just it's also the most massive, like open to the public kind of thing. Like, there's a b- much bigger audience on Game Pass than there is on those others. Maybe they're still working on an increasing. Um, I would be curious to see the actual things. streaming numbers for those services before I make that call, because since now xCloud is something that's bundled with Game Pass Ultimate, you can't go off Game Pass numbers. 
Pass. Because Game Pass is not a streaming service. Game Pass is just a game service that has streaming. Interesting. Curiouser and curiouser. Yeah, so I'd be interested to know how many, like, regardless, I think Game Pass is fucking worth it because all the games that you get as part of that collection, there's a lot of not just a lot of games, but a lot of good games to be had there. And especially at the start of this next generation, it's a great, what are you okay? What have you done? Like your cheek? No, I got really bad TMJ and my jaw just locked. (laughs) Want to hear something gross? Oh no. Oh, on that note, thank you everyone for watching it or listening. We'll see you next week. We have gone over our time here today, man. Ow, that really hurts.